This is a Rooster Teeth production. All right. This is episode 24 of Anma. Um, our last episode was at the hideout in Congress. And we oh, had to go hideout. to an improv room. That was so. I, I hope that that episode, I hope we conveyed the sense of nostalgia we felt recording that. I felt I felt like it came through. Yeah. Okay. I definitely felt like it came through. It was a lot of fun. I thought about it all weekend. Oh, after really? We recorded. Yeah, just like it was just how much fun it was sitting in that room on that stage and just like being. Like physically surrounded by all those memories. Mm -hmm. oh, it was cool. It was I've a really been, fun experience. I've been telling people since we recorded about um, how we went there and the woman went, Gus. And then yeah. it was catching up with an old friend. Also, as we this didn't make the episode because we were done recording by then, but we walked out of the hideout. Then Jeff and I immediately turned the wrong way. Went we the walked wrong way. <laughs> we were walking towards the old garage. We got like halfway down the block. Like, Wait a minute. The car's in the other direction. <laughs> we park here? We're not parking at the old garage. We were we just park. on autopilot heading to the <laughs> Littlefield parking garage. That was It was crazy because I didn't have, I don't know anything about the muscle memory. So I just went, <laughs> why the fuck did we go the wrong way? <laughs> it was so natural to do. Uh, but last time we talked a lot about eating downtown and how downtown has changed and the Dillos and how the mall is back. Um, this time... Uh, we're around Highland, so uh, that's uh, episode 24 is now. We're around a mall that is not coming back. That's right. Hey, before we get into this area, uh, which, by the way, we, we because it's now winter in Texas, we went to get our coffee and then left and went back to RT. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of conference room audio texture for the next like four months. That's exactly what I was asking <laughs> when we went over to Turnstile. Went, like, what are we going to do? Let's put a jacket on, get some earmuffs. We're fine. There but, were benches that we could have sat was at. It was wet. It was raining like episode two. Yeah. And you put us in the conference room when it was still dry and warm. This is, it's literally actually raining right now. So shut it, it is, the door. It is not raining any more than it was in the episode where we did the my, conference room. My phone just said light we rain. We were just about outside. To start. Yeah, we were just was, outside. and It yeah. was not raining. Are you calling my phone? Are recorded. you calling Steve Jobs a liar? Yes. Yes. Specifically, Steve <laughs> I'm Jobs. calling him dead. <laughs> hey. Uh, anyway, before we get into it, Gus said something uh, in the car uh, as an aside that I would like to hear a little bit more about. Okay. What is your issue with brunch? I just don't, it's stupid. What's the point of brunch? I Listen, the reason I don't like brunch is when you go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, we don't have the regular menu right now. We have the brunch menu. I don't fucking want that. I want the stuff you serve 95% of the other time. Don't take away the food I want and give me some shitty half breakfast, half lunch. That's neither. And like, this don't, is if, you do, if you're splitting your attention between two things, you're doing neither well. So this is their fault for the one day of the week that they, they one serve brunch. Day. Listen, dude, if during... it was one day, that would be oh, fine. Oh, you really? You're getting like, you, this happens to you on Thursdays? It happens all the fucking time. You're like, oh, you're still having the Thursday brunch menu? Brunch. No. Brunch is terrible. Exists so that people can sleep in on Sunday and still eat breakfast. See, I... You just continue to sell breakfast and lunch. I, I just don't. Brunch used to be a thing that made it easy to go do that, and now it's a 45-minute wait to eat. Dude, it's a 45-minute wait to do anything in Austin. Yeah, just go before 10 a.m. It's fine. And then you know what? Breakfast. Breakfast. Yep. I don't hate brunch the way he does. I just think it serves. It doesn't serve my purpose because I I will not wait for breakfast. Yeah. I'll wait 45 minutes for dinner or I'll whatever. Never. I, I don't mind. I don't mind waiting for dinner. I'll never wait for breakfast. No. I will go somewhere else to eat breakfast. I won't wait for any food. What are you? I would not. My, 10 minutes. That's my max. We go to a restaurant and they're like, it's a half hour wait. We leave. We waited that long for coffee. We yeah, waited 10 minutes was, at least for coffee. Well, it's different. This is a for production. What am I going to say? No, I'm not going to say no. The coffee's really hot. So, what if way. I wanted to go get dinner and we were going to do a production with it, but it was a 45 minute wait? I would be annoyed that you didn't produce better. <laughs> <laughs> there's, listen, Eric, there's no way in which Jeff is wrong or has no, any like, well, we, any of this. When I want to go out to dinner, because it's, I live in this dipshit town where everybody lives now, I fucking, I make reservations. We went out to dinner the other night. We had reservations. We're back in a part of town that's changed a lot. Uh, so we picked up coffee at Bennu over by Highland. Yeah. And uh, Highland used to be a mall and is now a community college. It's like the biggest... Austin Community College location that there is. And I think when you say community college, people might have like mental images of what a community college looks like in most places or like yeah. wherever it is that they live. A couple of small buildings, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but this location of ACC, they took over the mall. It's like an old mall. And they didn't use the whole thing. They I think they tore down parts of it. The Austin Community College 
organization is a mini headed Hydra. They, they have, that is a big organization. There yeah. are huge campuses all over central Texas. And some of them that, that look like, like the one on Rio Grande looks like a goddamn, like it looks like Harvard. Yeah. I think that used to be a high school back in like yeah. the forties and yeah. they, they uh, retrofitted it. Uh, but it's massive and they've built all of these apartments and retail and everything in the area. And it's just such a, a strange journey for that real estate for, for that, that property yeah. for this area um because i remember back you know when i first moved to austin even you know, when i was young i used to visit austin all mm-hmm. the time we had family up here uh it was like there were two malls in well okay the, there real, were four malls well there were two malls that we would go to all the time okay it was highland and barton creek mall mm-hmm. there was also north cross mall um lake line and the arboretum i don't know like how why do you want to cast your net here i would say lake line and, and i wouldn't consider the arboretum a mall it's like a shopping center. Shopping yeah, center, outdoor, shopping center, outdoor yeah. shopping center. Not like, but like an indoor mall. You would think there were those yeah. four. Yeah, uh, North Cross is pretty much entirely gone. I think it's just the Guitar Center now. It had a very, it had a similar uh, redevelopment cycle to this. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, they ended up in very different places, but it became a bunch of different things. I think it still has the ice skating rink is still available. Is it? I yeah. thought that was gone. No, Chaparral Ice Club I think is still there. I thought they the moved. Walmart is there. Um, there is like a. There's like. Uh, there, there was like a like a work work what what do you call that like work training facility there okay. for a long time I think that's gone now but they bulldozed most of North yeah. Cross Mall yeah. the, like the, the building is gone structure is mostly gone I think the Guitar Center was part of North Cross Mall if I'm mm-hmm. remembering right and that might be like one of the only parts that's left I think you're right um, but Highland Mall they kept most of it a little bit of it was demolished and uh, they redeveloped it so it's weird because I've been go- I had been going to Highland Mall for decades. And then you know, God, when did it when did it close down? It probably closed down two thousand six somewhere maybe, in there, somewhere around there. Uh, I mean, it did that same thing where it was it was a mall, and then it was an empty mall, and then there, then there were like four open stores, and then there was like I don't know, like an old navy moved in for a, it wasn't an old navy, but something like that moves in for a little while, and then then it's like a a salon college for a little bit, and then yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was like one of those things where you were slowly watching it wither away. Yeah. Uh, and just like less and less stores and less and less people. And you're like, you see, you draw the line out. You know, it's not sustainable. And I, I don't know who at ACC or who brokered that deal or who thought to redevelop it in this way. Uh, it seemed insane at the time. But seeing, like sitting here now or sitting close to it now in 2022, it was a really smart move. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really yeah. a great idea. And that the whole area is really benefited from uh, the redevelopment. Well, and it's it's like following this trend in Austin of these cool little like capsule communities, right? Like obviously uh, uh, where RT is is the biggest one. Yeah. What is that called? Fucking Mueller? Mueller. <laughs> Mueller is the biggest one. Episode then one. there's the, the one over at uh, the Grove over there oh, by Shoal yeah. Creek. That's they another built that one. in a hurry. Yeah. It's not done yet, but it's close. Uh, then there's this guy. Uh, then there was actually where St. Edward's University used to be not St. Edward's, Concordia. I'm sorry, Concordia University yeah. used to be right there on 35 and like 38th and a half street. That was supposed to be one of these as well. And then that uh, started to develop during 2008 and then they lost funding during yeah. the dot-com crash and it sat empty for many, many years. Yeah, they moved the university. That moved, but then like the, the yeah. redevelopment. They're, they're, they just opened up an apartment complex there mm-hmm. in the past couple months. Like that's a very scaled back version of what was supposed to be built there. I like this trend though. I really do. It's... Uh, uh, it seems like a, they're, they're maximizing space, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and it creates these, these awesome little mini hubs where you can like, I assume if you live here, you go down to a Royal Blue grocery. I haven't seen one here, but I'm assuming, there's one of those at every one of these developments. Yeah. And there's like three different restaurants and a Pilates place. And it's all, I don't know, it's, fun. it's like a little mini town. Yeah, um, it's a little well, the coffee shop we went to is packed, but I think this area will be a little uh, emptier right now because of the packed. holiday. So that that has to be, I mean, you're talking about capsule communities. A lot of that is, you know, people live around here, whatever. Yeah. That had to all be students, right? Yeah. Like all of those, those were all but had to be. students. You would think they're all on vacation, though. Like we're recording this right before Thanksgiving. Uh, well, maybe. No, because I saw people. No, maybe you're right. Yeah, they would yeah. be gone by yeah, now. Yeah, you're Classes right. Classes are off. Huh. So Unless that is just, just people here, here in like, the yeah, area. But that's that's the thing with that ACC area now. Like all of those apartments. What the fuck? So yeah. many. Who is living there and going to ACC. That's crazy well, to I, me. I mean, I think a, a good portion of it is that, but a good portion is also just people looking for a place to live around here. And we've repeatedly talked about how tough it has been uh, to yeah, find what is, housing. 
What is apartment occupancy at in Austin right now? Let me look that up. Probably. That a, yeah, it's a, a stat, it's a stat they released. That, that seems this seems like you guys flipped. How is that not a Gus thing that he's looking up right now? And how is it you? That's backwards. That doesn't <laughs> well, make any it's, sense. It's because I don't trust a lot of these numbers. You, have, you, have, it, 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 you gotta look at who's putting them out. Like there's no official city of Austin uh-huh. residency or occupancy number. You're gonna look up like what does Zillow say our occupancy is? Apart, like, it's from apartmentdata.com. I don't trust them unless it's from Market Jeff Goldblum. Line Austin says He's the, gonna find you an apartment. Right. That's yeah. the guy. That's just the like, guy who knows. Just Brad like, Bellflower? It's crazy that Larry David was right about crypto and they made a commercial about it. <laughs> Nuts. Occupancy in Austin is at 91.3%. Low. That's low for Austin. Yeah. Interesting. That's a rental occupancy. Uh, Houston is at 90.7%. Sandy one, San Diego. What? Take again. San Antonio. There you go. Is uh, also at 91.3%. We call it Spankantonio around here. And uh, we do we call Spankantonio. Uh, and then Dallas is actually 92.5%. So it's a little low. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But, the, you know, it's because... They built so many fucking apartments here yes. by Highland. I say it's low. It's still like if you move to Austin, nine out of ten apartments are unavailable to you. When when I first moved to Austin as an adult back in January '98, um, I didn't have a job and had no prospects. Didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> I was living uh, sleeping on the floor of a friend of a high school friend's studio apartment off of Riverside. And that floor was not even. That floor was not even. That floor had tons of roaches. It was not great. Um, so I didn't know what to do. So uh, I. The, you know, I grew up in a, in a small town out in the border. I'd gone to college for a year in Houston. But when you go to college, it's not really like living life. You're still kind of sheltered like yeah, yeah. in a university setting. So this is my first time like striking out on my own coming to Austin. I had no idea what I was doing. I probably did the same thing you did, like opened up the WAN ads. You know, it's the 90s. There's really not much job mm-hmm. searching. On. I guess Monster.com existed, but it was still like a new thing. Anyway, didn't know what to do for a job. You know, opened up the WAN ads. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to the mall and apply at every store. And so I came here to Highland Mall. So Highland Mall is the one you went to? Highland Mall is the one I went oh, to. Really? Yeah. And I tried to apply at every fucking store in Highland Mall. Guess how many job offers I got? I'm going to guess zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Did not end up working at the mall. Dude, can I just say, not to change subjects, uh, that's a really, I like your jacket. Thanks, man. It's a really cool jacket. It's a, it, it is. Isn't it a nice jacket? I think it's a great t-shirt. Oh, uh, it's a good t-shirt too. And my uh, podcast. If you could put that logo on that jacket, we could sell the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so you, that's like <laughs> when I moved to Austin, I did the same thing, but I didn't, I didn't carpet bomb. I just went and applied at every place that was open, but man, well, I in my mind, if, there were a lot of places open here. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, for sure. Time. For sure. I just, I wonder if that's something that's lost in our, in my daughter's generation, if they want like that kind of rejection. Like I thought I was guaranteed to get a job working at the porn store. <laughs> working the, ca- like, because I was like, I'm like 23. I just got out of the army. I'm not scared of getting robbed or having a, like somebody point a gun at me at this point in my life. Like I feel invincible. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be weirded out by that. And, uh, and I'm not prudish. So like, I'm not going to you don't care. kink shame yeah. people for buying weird shit. And, uh, and they, were like, weird shit. they were like, they were like, Nah, fuck you. <laughs> like you're not, you're not, you're not porn store material. Yeah. I wasn't uh, Dillard's material, which is, I think, worse <laughs> somehow. Boy, we're talking about Dillard's a lot Dillard's today, on lot. and off. This mic. is uh, Dillard's. You know talk. why Dillard's coming up so much? Oh, why is that? Well, because the mall's back, first of all, right? And I went to the mall uh, last week, not which mall. I think we covered it in hideout in the hideout episode, maybe. Uh, but I went to Dillard's, and in that Dillard's, guess what they had? Clothes. They have fucking tiny town. They have my little Department 56 Christmas Village stuff. So, Oh, I, when he says Tiny Town, do you know what that means? No, I don't. Okay. No. Uh, that's a funny story. So uh, here's a funny aside. It's not so much funny when, as it is long and pointless. When Emily got into this Department 56 shit, uh-huh. uh, making the little Christmas Villages, she kept calling it Tiny Town. And I thought that's what it was called. Apparently, that is a reference to an episode of Arrested Development I did not see. Ah. And so for like a year... I went around to stores asking if they carried Tiny Town and nobody knew what I was talking about. Jack and I went to Disney and we were assured that they had a, a partnership with Disney. We went to every store, like every store in Disney, in Radiator, Disney Springs and in Disney World. World. And uh, that was just for Gus. Thank you. I appreciate uh, and asked for Tiny Town and people to luck. We were fucking crazy. And when I finally got home and I was talking to Emily about it and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, nobody has Tiny Town. And I think it was her dad said, 
is he talking about the Arrested Development thing? And I go, wait, what is that? <laughs> and that's when I found out it was. It's never been called Tiny Town. It's Department Fifty Six. Anyway, fucking Dillard's carries it, and the Dillard's, <laughs> the Dillard's at the mall has a better selection than the Dill, that the Dillard's at the uh, uh, domain has. Great. Yeah. Did you stock up? I bought a. I bought a. Uh, I bought a big tree for is, like a town, like a town center tree, uh-huh. you know, and it's got glitter on. Have it you? Stuff. Built it? You're like no, it starts Thursday. Okay, I was uh, that's, uh, that's going to ask the time. Thursday, so Friday. the Halloween village is gone. We had this text chain last night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying Halloween. not to spoil it for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to act like it's spontaneous. Sure, here. no, you're doing great. Uh, Halloween happens after the last trick. This is how it goes down in my house. After the last trick or treater leaves, say about like nine or ten p.m. when it's clear nobody else is coming, Emily starts taking shit down. You don't even wait till the next day. No, no, no. That but it's night, still Halloween. Emily starts taking shit down. And it just ends up on the table. And then in the morning, I got up, she went to work, and I put it all in boxes. And I was like, I'm going to just do like, I'm going to do like a nice thing because she puts a lot of work into setting. Oh, I mean, I help too, but she's the creative genius behind uh, all the decorations. And so I, uh, I, Packaged up. It's a fucking nightmare to get rid of Department Fifty Six. Let me tell you, Depart- uh, Tiny Town. It's Tiny uh, Town. It's a, a lot of fucking stuff going nightmare. On. Yeah, of, everything goes. Everything has a specific place you go in. And I am in a relationship with a woman who uh, would leave me if I ever threw a package away. Mm. Like the the things go back in the box that you bought them in forever, and so you have that box forever. And so uh, yeah, it, it it was like a half a day of just packaging up Tiny Town and fighting with styrofoam just to fucking like I know you fit. I know you fucking fit. I took you out of this thing. So you're saying like Chris, like the Christmas doesn't go up until Thanksgiving, but as soon as Halloween is over, fuck Halloween. Yeah, like everything that's scary leaves and everything that's harvest stays. So like pumpkins without faces on them, they stick around. Pumpkins with faces go. Pump- pumpkins with faces go. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like you got to yeah. draw a line somewhere. Yeah, you draw a line somewhere. Like uh, bales of hay, they stick around. They're bales good. of hay with corn, faces on them? Corn, they're no, they're out. <laughs> corn stalks are good. Are they, corn, uh, corn stalks with smiley faces stay. Unless corn the corn stalks, stalks are scary. faces yeah. go. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I know. That's how it works. I, I see the system. I get yeah. it. Oh, my God. Yeah. and this, then Without and, a system, it's anarchy. Exactly right. Well, that, that's, that, is, that is Gus uh, to the core. Without a system, there's anarchy. Well, I'm learning a lot about Tiny Town, um, <laughs> but I should probably be learning about uh, ACC and if you guys ever went to this school or did anything at this place. I never went to ACC. Uh, I used to go to this mall a lot. When I was in the Army, this was the most convenient mall to get to from Colleen. Barton Springs is like on the other side of Austin. Lakeway's up way northeast. Uh, and so this and North Cross were the two most accessible malls. And this one's right off the interstate. So I spent, this was my mall. What happened? It, what happened to this mall? Uh, Why I, is it a school? I think it's just that time frame where like a lot of commerce moved online and the mall started dying, you know, in the early, early 2000s, to mid 2000s. Yeah. yeah. And it just kind of withered away. It kind of became a thing where there was no point in going there. It also had... In town, it had like a bad reputation. People would say it was like the scary mall or the bad it, mall. It was I, I like, never understood what, what that was. It was fine. It was totally fine. But you were right. This was like the the like the sketchy mall. I don't. I which don't, I totally didn't get. I either. never understood. I went. I came to this mall many many times. Yeah. It was it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And like and I think once that reputation built up, like people were less inclined to go there for for some reason. You yeah. Know, it was it was fine. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand uh yeah and it was i mean it was like like most malls at that time too it was like seven foot actions and three lids (laughs) and that was pretty much it yeah there was a lid and then like a a store for like stationery and shit um but you know i i did go to acc briefly going jumping back to acc did you really yeah when i first moved here i took a couple classes so you went from rice to To acc ACC. (laughs) yeah i went down to that real grand campus um, which actually they've done a lot of development there too. They have a, that huge parking garage there now. Uh, when I went back in '98, there was no parking garage. There was just like one level of street, like surface parking, and the lot was way too small for the size of that campus. Really? Yeah, and it was like you'd have to show up early to try to find a spot and circle, and then you had to walk up because it was like the the parking lot was down kind of behind where austin land and cattle is mm-hmm. like just a little east of there mm-hmm. uh kind of by where they built the, the park where the skate park is yeah so you yeah. yeah you would park there and then you had to walk up a ton of fucking stairs because the campus was uphill from there to go get to the actual campus i only took like two classes i think and then did, i was like yeah fuck this so did you complete your semester 
Yeah, I completed one semester. And that so was you it. have you have grades at ACC. I do. I never thought about that. What classes did you take? Do you remember? Fuck, I don't remember. Um, I really don't. It's been 24 years. I don't fucking do you think, remember. Do you think you did well? I think so. I think I tried. Better than Rice, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't taking calculus at ACC. <laughs> Uh, my, my, my course load was a lot, a lot lighter, a lot easier. Uh, but yeah, it was fine. Um, I, I enjoyed my time there. It was, uh, I think ACC is a real gem. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people in Austin appreciate it. And I think people here understand what a value ACC provides to the community. If you live here, like the rates are unbelievably good to take classes, um, cause you're paying for it in taxes, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, you get. You know, you can you can do really well. You can get if you don't get a degree there, you can transfer to another college if you want. But I mean, it's totally a great place, and I, I think they have a lot of a lot of stuff going on there. I, I totally agree. A lot of great continuing education there too, and and a lot of like varied and interesting courses and stuff. Um, it kind of reminds me of like our little localized version of SUNY schools up in New York, which mm. is such a great state-run school system. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of ACC. And, and they have a ton of campuses. And some of their campuses are kind of weird. I remember when I first moved here back in 98, like I said, I took like one semester of classes. I, uh, I was living off of Riverside. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that there were many, many campuses. And some of them were very far away from me. Yeah. So I just like, back then, you, I don't think you could register online. It was like, you would get like a printed catalog. You would flip through and then you would call a number and then register like based on codes that were associated with the courses. And I didn't understand in the codes, it told you what campus it was at. So I registered for classes at the Rio Grande one. I registered for some like way up at the north one that's close to Round Rock. There's that one way out southwest. And it's I like registered a tall for ass one building. at Pinnacle, which <laughs> oh, is like no. almost all the way out to oh the, the fucking Salt Lake. It's <laughs> like going to Fredericksburg. I drove to I drove to that one once, and I was like, "No, fuck this! I gotta drop this class. I'm I'm not driving out here." That is such a weird building out there by itself in the middle of nowhere. It's like one tall building, yeah, uh, where like 290 splits off with whatever that road is that goes out to Driftwood. Is that 290? I don't know. Whatever the fuck that road that is. It, yeah, I think it is 290. Like near the Y or yeah. whatever. I uh, yeah, I can't say that I ever went to to ACC. Um. I uh, I had intended to, I had the Army GI Bill, and that was part of why I went was the or the Army College Fund, uh, it was part of why I joined the Army, and then um, then Rooster Teeth happened, and then I didn't see a point in going back to college. <laughs> well, I mean, you also and I just lost that money. I just let that money disappear. You had been doing pretty well at the call center too. You had advanced pretty quickly and were making a yeah. career there. So you think even if this hadn't taken off, you had success there i think you maybe you were that's true you were, it's you were true fine with that it's yeah. true but i had like a window i think i had like 10 years from when i got out of the army so years? to start college oh my god that, that's how they get you yeah they tell and, you they're gonna give you money for college and they they, and, they bank on idiots like you're not going no totally totally for sure and uh and then so i was always in the back of my head i was like all right i have like nine years left to start school eight years seven by the time i was like 31 I mean, we were yeah. was, that ship sailed yeah that was crazy time by then uh, the area around ACC, there's so much and it's changed a lot. And like, I've only been here for a few years or whatever, mm-hmm. but even in like the few years I've been here, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Like my wife took some classes at ACC and to get it like her associates or whatever, but like going and like dropping her off or picking her up or whatever, the building and like the amount of like moving out and moving in or whatever is crazy. Mm. And I think they're trying to attract like international students Mm -hmm. and and there's just so much going like you would never think that this would be especially i mean when you guys started or whatever a pocket of austin that would never be what it is now i think that they've very smartly started up partnerships with manufacturing in the area uh you know with uh tesla and samsung and apple all you know opening up very big offices here Mm -hmm. i think they've they've partnered with all of them to do you like fast track training and accreditation courses to get people uh, into that skilled workforce, uh, when I think is a, a very smart move on their part. You know, I just realized I'm about to contradict something we were talking about earlier. We were talking about how uh, this area had, this mall had a bad reputation of being kind of sketchy. Yeah. Uh, and then we didn't think it was justified. I will say, I was about to tell, I remember when I moved here, reading in the Chronicle, that Middle Fiskville Road, which is the road that runs kind of right by the mall, had the most police calls per year of any street in the city of Austin. Well, okay, so... But isn't that the bus station? I mean, it's a lot that, going up and down Middle Fiskville. I, I think a lot of that problem, we're going to 
really talk about old Austin for, for a okay, second here. Okay. I think a lot of a source of that was the Rio Motel. Yes, that was a huge, Yeah, the huge Rio source. Motel by itself, I want to say, was like 500 police calls a year. It was th like three calls a day. Right, <laughs> it was something ridiculous. Yeah. And I think uh, that's not on Middle Fiskville Road, but it's, but it's adjacent. right adjacent to it. And I think the, the Rio Motel was responsible for quite a bit of that. Quite a bit of that. And there was also like, uh, not, not that I'm saying that strip clubs are... Uh, places of disrepute, but there was like kind of a stri strip club in a, you know, yeah. it, it, well, it was just kind of an interesting area. I think, you know, you just get people who want to drink and then end up wanting to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Which is invariable. I mean, that's, that happens. And now it's a too. PBS. Now the PBS headquarters is here. Yeah, what, what, Austin crazy. PBS. That's so crazy. It's a big yeah. sign. It's a fucking cool ass sign. It's a cool yeah. building. How do you, I want to, I want to, like, how do we get a tour? I want to go inside. It looks really cool. This whole area is so pretty can, from the outside. We can just go. I mean, like uh, SDSU in San Diego had the PBS location there, and you could just go. You just really? be like, hey, I want to check it out. Okay. And they go, yeah, I don't care. I've got PBS contacts. You, you, you got, got PBS contacts? You got a PBS guy? Yeah. Right. Damn. A PBS person. Damn, okay. Check that out. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we can figure, I'm sure we can figure that out. Have you, have you been in the ACC Highland building since they've reopened it as ACC? No. I've, I've, I think I've only been in two or three times. I voted there a couple times. They used to have um, voting on this side. Oh. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. They used to have it on the side by Bennu where we went. Then they moved it to the back side, back where the, by where the Dillards used to be on the back end. You know, yeah. you would come in kind of, kind of by where Lids was, actually. <laughs> you said Lids earlier. Um, and then they don't have voting here anymore. Then they moved it over to that city office uh, just down the street from there. Well, if you don't mind my asking, uh, I'm not trying to dox either of us, but that's not the closest voting place to your house. Why would It's really close to work. Real close door. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. It's yeah. not too far from the Rusty Studio. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I always uh, I like early voting so much. You can vote anywhere that has it. Yeah, yeah. I would I would just like on lunch go pick up something mm -hmm. to eat, vote, and then just go back to work. It's real easy. That makes sense. Uh, this place, <laughs> I think the shell of it is still there, uh, but in the parking lot of the old mall, there was a store that I thought was the. It made me want to live in Austin. One of the many reasons I wanted to live in Austin was legitimately the store because it seemed like a big city to me. If a city had this store, it had to be a big city that I wanted. Do you to want to try of. to guess this? I don't. I really, it, I really can't even imagine what it would be. I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna say something stupid. Okay. Like Sears. No. <laughs> no. He's from Alabama. Come yeah, on. Right. No. Sailboat store. No, what, what? what is it? The sailboat store. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a sailboat yeah, store yeah. and it was painted well and it looked fancy. And oh, I thought if right. people have sailboats in Austin, people, th this is where I want to be. There's a place where you can go to. A, there's a whole store just for sailboats. I was from Alabama. Yeah. That's why I said Sears. Even after, even after five years in the army, I was still yeah. a kid from Alabama who'd spent five years in the army. The idea that there was a store you could go buy a sailboat at, I was just like, well, fucking, we're in New York City. I never went to that store. <laughs> I never, I never why would never, you ever, ever go to the sailboat? Never been no. there. Just drove, drove by it a million times. Yeah, yeah but you'd be like, uh, you don't have to like, buy a sailboat and go look. But there's like, there are like a lot of weird shops in Austin that are like still around. Like there's like a violin repair <laughs> shop yeah. and you just go, yeah. how would two people go here? Like to repair their violins. I crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And there's like a bunch of those in like main drags on stuff. I assume a lot of those places either have 99 year leases mm -hmm. or own the building. Yeah. You know, it's gotta oh, be. The I case. never thought about owning the building. That was yeah. like what happened with uh, Lucy in disguise. They owned the building. Yeah. Because uh, they bought it forever ago when South Congress was uh, not a great place. Yeah, well, not a great and, place. And uh, they held on to it and they finally, they closed down last month. Yeah. This was their last year. Yeah, yeah. I think right after uh, Halloween. Mm -hmm. they, like that was like their big shebang. Sad to see, sad to see a place like that go. It was, I definitely shopped there a bunch over the last 30 years or so buying costumes or renting costumes and shit. But I don't know, but it. it the, the that whole happened. That right? whole area's changed. So like, there's much. an Hermes like, store across. That's the street exactly what now. I was going like, to say. Yeah. I think you guys have talked about that area specifically. Where is it? Is that where you would go down to get like free beer? Yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. First Thursdays. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You would talk about going there or whatever. Free beer, free movie passes. Yeah, you name free it. everything. Yeah. Uh, to take it to bring it back up to here, though, mm -hmm. I do have a story about going to this mall that stuck with me for many years. I have uh, I've had like a love hate relationship with fast food my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've, I've like quit fast food cold turkey a few times. The first time I ever quit was at this mall because fast food. Okay. I was at the food court 
And I want to say, I don't know what I was eating. Maybe it was Sbarro or fucking mm-hmm. Wendy's or something. But I was at the food court ordering food. And the, I was still in the army at the time. So I was like maybe 21 or 22 just down for the, for the day. And the guy who was taking my order was having a conversation with his buddy who was working there. And he was complaining that his mom took his cell phone away from him and he couldn't get it back until he learned to be more responsible. And I was sitting here thinking, this guy's not responsible enough for a cell phone and he's making food I'm putting in my body. And I was just like, I don't want to eat it. It kind of grossed me out the thought. And I didn't eat that that time. I don't think I ate. I was, probably like a month after that I, I quit but there are a couple times later uh where i stopped for like years at a time but uh but yeah that was my first foray into quitting fast food because i just like you i peel back behind the curtain a little bit yeah right i mean like, like here see. i am 47 and i still remember clearly the guy being like yeah i just like i just i gotta figure out how to be more responsible what? so i can get my phone what back. do you think I'm you just, did how do you think you fucked up i have no fucking clue i have no fucking clue i just remember thinking like i can't eat food this guy made <laughs> like <laughs> that sounds terrible but it's dumb but i just remember being like He's going to poison me. <laughs> like, he's not responsible. It's a phone. He's not responsible enough to, to dial nine digits on a phone. Nine? Who's he calling? Seven. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> I was like, you seven or ten, I'll give you nine. I'm I don't like, know where I got nine from. <laughs> anyway, that's my, that's my one story from this mall. What was the food place? I think it was like a Sabaro or it may have been a Chick-fil-A or a I know there Wendy's. Was a, there was maybe? a Sabaro and a Wendy's there. I don't remember there being If there was a, a Wendy's Chick-fil-A. there, it was Wendy's. There was a Chick-fil-A. I mean, sorry. There was a Wendy's. It was like on the corner of the food court. It like didn't back up to a wall. It kind of backed yeah, up okay. to it like was, it was that the Wendy's open. Then, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I ate at that Wendy's many times. Didn't get hired there, though. I did not get hired there. Did I apply there? I, th- I did. I did <laughs> apply there, I think. You weren't responsible enough. I was... Uh, Oh, I was 19. Yeah, fuck. I was 19. Nobody wanted to hire me back then. I also, that was also, I was. I think I was also partially annoyed because that was like five years before I got my first cell phone. And I remember oh thinking like, God. why does this guy have a cell phone? <laughs> yeah, what did, uh, my first cell phone I remember I got, I was living at the Metropolis at the time. So what, that would have been like 2000, mm-hmm. maybe 99. It was one of those uh, Primeco phones that everyone had at the time, back when like cell phones first really started exploding. Uh and it's just weird to me to look back. I remember I got that like thin one, mm-hmm. you know, like after like the kind of chonky boy everyone was able to get. There were like there was like one cell phone you get when they first came out, and then like a year later there were three. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like the slow proliferation of it. And now uh, it's just weird to me to think that there was a moment in time where that we lived through, where it's like you went from being unreachable wherever you went to now you're like tethered to a phone. You can be reached at any moment. I remember being resistant to getting a cell phone. I remember Bernie was mad about it. He wanted me to have one for work for like getting called in and stuff uh, mm-hmm. for scheduling issues. And I was like, I didn't, I, I fought it for a long time. Yeah. That sounds like a work problem. Yeah. Right? <laughs> not, not like a personal problem. Yeah. And now I can't, yeah, it's like. Didn't, phone, they, didn't they pay for us to have like, didn't they subsidize cell yeah. phones for us yeah, for a they, while? They, they did eventually. Yeah. That, that, that. that yeah. was their compromise to make sure that we were for the managers to make yeah. sure that we were on call and available. Yeah. I forgot about that. Did at the that? call center? Yeah, yeah, at the call center. Oh, okay. And I, I remember thought, thinking I you were like, talking about at Rooster No, 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 I'm like, no, what no, the no, fuck no, are you at, talking at same, about? Same, same people, different job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember thinking like, the, the idea that I want to be like reachable at all times in my fucking pocket is ridiculous. I would never do that. And now I, I can't go four minutes without looking at my stupid phone. Yep. That sucks. <laughs> I've gotten so many work slacks and messages and just whenever we have a recording, it's just like, go back and... Here's 12 notifications from 12 different people. Great. Cool. Oh, well. Um, but, man, phones were so, cell phones were so shitty back then. I think I even applied to, I think here at Highland Mall, I think I even applied to, like, a Primeco phone location. Or was it maybe a Pinky's Wire? Remember Pinky's Wireless? Pinky's Wireless, wireless It might yeah. have been a Pinky's, actually. God, I don't remember. It's been it's been a, been a quarter century since, you since that happened. There's no, what was the last, surely there's no Pinky's. Left. No, I think the last one was the one over there at, like, Congress and Riverside. Right, which was, had like the gorilla. The, yeah, yeah, I think that was the last pinky. It was like a local cell phone store chain, which really doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. I guess. Like now it's all like the carriers uh, operate the the store, but it was like a place you go and buy a phone and buy a plan. 
Like they sold all the phones and all the different carriers. It's weird to think about now. Uh, let me ask you this, because you weren't there and applied for so many jobs, all retail. They all said no. Yeah. Um, Something about me was not likable. Like, I can't figure out what <laughs> you, it was. You were asking, like, oh, I wonder if my kid had this rejection. It's like everything's online. Like every, you just don't yeah. hear back from people. Like you just and, applied everything online. And we're in a we're in a world too where like I can't go to a restaurant without people asking you. Like, do you know anybody who's hiring? Do yeah. you know anybody who needs a job? Yeah. Like we're desperate here. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was the last retail job you guys worked? Not like the 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 phone yeah. store, whatever. Like, I assume you guys both worked some shitty retail job at some shitty spot or whatever yeah. forever ago. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. what that was? Uh, it's, it's weird. I was just having this conversation with Emily last night. We were talking about um, I I never was able to work customer facing stuff because. <laughs> 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 something about something about your face. A hundred percent because of that reaction. Yeah. Like I made customers <laughs> I remember getting talked to by my boss Keith at the I worked at a place called Sydney's Fried Chicken in Alabama, which is still there by the way. We looked it up last night. Uh and I, I had a talking to because I made customers uncomfortable. <laughs> Probably why the porn store didn't hire you. <laughs> but uh I just couldn't not be a dickhead. Um the last retail job I worked was I worked at a video store in my last year in the army. So like I had like a most soldiers, at least when I was in the army, had to moonlight to make a living because the army doesn't pay you enough to live, only to die. Um, and so I had a job working at a video store in Eatontown, New Jersey, and uh, that was the best job I've ever had in my entire life. And I include Rooster Teeth in that. <laughs> I I've talked about it before. The owners lived in Philadelphia, and one of them got cancer and was sick, and so they never came to the store. And we had a manager who was this like twenty-eight-year-old divorced single mom who was the coolest lady ever. Have we talked about this on yeah. this podcast? Yeah, yeah, we we talked about it on the podcast. She, before. Has she died and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, and that was a great job. Just a great job. Mm -hmm. How about you guys? I had before the call center, before moving to Austin and working at the call center, I had three different jobs. Um, all three of them were kind of customer. Customer facing. Um, one of them, the, the weirdest one, I would say, is probably I worked at an office supply store in Eagle Pass, the, the small town I grew up on the border. It was an office supply store, but I didn't work selling the office supplies. I worked off to the side at the beeper counter, and I could sell people beepers. I could sell people beeper plans, and I could repair beepers. Uh, like I had like a like tool. I had no training to do this. They just hired me and they're like, you're the beeper repair guy. How do you fix a beeper? Like, where does it go so wrong? Most of the time, the problem, so there were a couple of different things that could be wrong, right? Like, this is so interesting to me. You have no idea. Like I hearing about fixing old technology like this, like oh. this is such a lost. Yeah. This is no arcane. One, no one will ever have to do what Gus is about to describe <laughs> ever, ever again. again. Yeah. So I am fascinated by this. So there, there were a couple of different problems that could exist, right? First problem would be like a carrier problem. Like your beeper is not receiving the signal. It's not receiving the pages. So I had a list of different carrier phone numbers, like not publicly available phone numbers for the different beeper carriers that you would call and like talk to one of their technicians and be like, you know, here's the serial number on this beeper. It's not getting service for some reason. And then they would just like delete it from their system and re-add it and be like, cool, now it's working again. Yeah. Hand it back. Easy, right? It's just like the, the customer doesn't have the number to call because they don't want the carrier doesn't want to be overwhelmed with customer calls that are pointless. Like I would have to troubleshoot, oh, this is a carrier problem, call the carrier, problem fixed. The other problem would be like my beeper doesn't vibrate anymore. Like it doesn't make the buzzing noise, you know, when uh, these are the two biggest problems ever in a beeper. So then when that's a problem, uh, you just take it apart and normally, you know, like the way that a beeper vibrates and buzzes, it's like a haptic feedback in a controller. Okay, It's just like a little cylindrical weight that's like half a cylinder. And there's like a motor that wor that spins it around, and since it's only half a cylinder, it like it's off center. Yeah, it makes yeah. the whole thing kind of vibrate. Uh, the motor would get gunked up. Like beepers are dirty. Like the shit you keep in your pocket or on so your. So you just like pull the lint and stuff. Yeah, out. I would just like get like little tweezers and just like clean all the gunk off it. Some compressed air, put it back together, and it would work. Those are the two most common problems for a beeper. Uh, anything else? Like sometimes it would be like, oh, like it doesn't turn on. The circuit circuit board's bad. Like swap it out with a different one. Does that one work? Yeah, here you go. I charge you. 30 or 40 bucks or whatever the circuit board costs. My big job in high school was I was an electronic, hydraulic, and pneumatic tool repairman. And uh, that was like the, that's how you fix 90% of all tools is clean them. Yeah. That just, was just <laughs> gunk. Like every once in a while, like brushes would be bad or like an armature would be, would blow out. But yeah, like almost everything is just like, yeah, just clean out the gunk. Yeah. Huh. It, yeah. it was amazing how much that was. And I, you know, I wouldn't do it in front of the customers. It'd be like a little screen, like, oh, let me take it to the back, you know, and you like take it apart. And it's like, oh, fuck, this part is fucking like filthy. It's, full of <laughs> it's like, like, how did you get popcorn in your beer? Yeah. Like, I don't know how this got in here. Um, I also 
worked when I was at Rice, I had I took a job on campus there. I worked at the AV department at the university. And that that was weird because it's like it was re- fielding and fulfilling AV requests for faculty. So it's like a professor would be like, I need a projector in this room for this class because I'm going to be what, for whatever reason. So it's like you just like keep inventory on everything and be like, I just got to make sure that this piece of hardware is in that room at this time and then go pick it up. And then it was also, oh, the light burned out in this projector or in this in this overhead projector or in this film projector. You know, what kind of light bulb does it take? And you have like this big inventory of different light bulbs because everything used a fucking different bulb and just matching the bulb and swapping it out. Real easy. Um, uh, and then I also worked at a lawyer's office for a while for like a summer. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was a lawyer's like receptionist. So that was just like taking phone calls, uh, putting stuff on the calendar, greeting clients, like that kind of uh, making sure like picture mail went out. Is that every job you've ever had? Uh, that's those three. Yeah, and then just the call center, and then Rooster Teeth. You ever think about how many? Jo- I don't know how many jobs I've had. Yeah, I've had quite a few. I feel like you've had more than Gus and I put together. Probably. Oh, I also worked at a little league field. Sorry, I forgot about that. You worked at what? A little league field. A little league field. Oh, right. Yeah, I like, it was like a scorekeeper. Getting out there, hitting home runs. <laughs> I was like the official scorekeeper. You were kind of doing like a Matt Damon thing where like you were like hoping that like a team would see you and you're like, oh, I'm just the groundskeeper, but I'm, I'm hitting good home runs. I'm good Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being the little league scorekeeper for a few years kind of ruined baseball a little bit for me because now all I, that's all I can think when I see a play. Like, oh, yeah. it's a 5-3. Yep. Uh, Hell that, yeah. That, that's a 6-4-3. 6-4-3 double play there. Six. Have you ever been fired from a job? No. No. Oh, and I also worked at the other, the promotional products place. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, no, I never have. Huh. I, I tried to get fired at that job. You that's did. You tried, you tried really goddamn hard. Uh, I remember the conversations about it. You're like, they won't fucking fire me. I don't know, well, I'm just going to see how long this goes, I guess. I got fired from the very first job I ever had. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was 15. I got a job sweeping up hair at the salon. You got fired from that job? I got fired for being too gossipy. At a salon? I just talked to ladies all day long uh-huh. and just got up in their business and just, and like, just, just got, I got in the mix. I got, I got, I was too into the scene and they had to let me go but after that, like two weeks. Isn't that like one of the things people go there to like socialize I thought I was, pro- I thought I was providing a service, but I apparently were, it sounds like you were uh, apparently service. it was distracting. <laughs> so apparently it was too much. So yeah, that's the only job I've been fired from yet, you know? Yeah. yeah we'll give it time. But so far, uh, very <laughs> out the gate. First first job. Fucking wow. That sounds like can. that could be a good podcast. Like talking to people at a salon. Just catching up on. Oh, I thought you were talk talking about, about yeah. jobs you got fired from. No, no, no. It's no. Uh, LeBron James does it. It's called the ba- the barbershop, yeah. the shop. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. How about you, Eric? You ever been fired? Uh, not fired, fired, but um, <laughs> maybe mutually parting ways. <laughs> like it's probably best if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the, I've had a bunch of work odd jobs and find weird jobs and Craigslist and all that stuff. I like, I like, I liked jumping from job to job doing stuff. I think this is probably the longest I've stayed at a job that was like an actual job, like paying mm-hmm. like actual, like living money. Um, cause everything else was, you work at a pier one, work at a zoo, worked in an electrical contractor, worked in an IT place, worked at target, worked at a radio station or, you know, it was just like, what could I do? What was working at Target like? That was my first job. I was the first person that ever got hired at a brand new Target in my hometown right. of Santee, California. Yeah. Yep. Did you enjoy working at Target? Uh, it was fine. I think I was there for, I was there for like two years, two and a half years. And uh, they hired me to push carts. And then I learned how to do everything else. So you just kind of, like everything else, like at this job, just a pinch hitter. Just put me in wherever yeah. you need me, that kind of thing. You just um, gain institutional knowledge. Yeah, it's just that. And then, you know. You quit by going, fuck, like, how much am I making? Eight, ten an hour? All right, I'm out of here. And then, you know, you have a different job. That was, I've had like a job lined up, I think like the whole time. I think I've only taken like a year off ever. Yeah. And that was after I after I was working a job that I hated, saved up 10 grand and quit. And then just went like, okay, I'm going to. Not work for a yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm just going to like not, 10 grand at the time was like an insane amount of money. Yeah. That I could just like live on it. Um and that's when I and then I moved in with Garrett. I always wanted to work at a like a 
it's easy. I'm, I mean, the last two weeks were probably the best two weeks that I was there because you could finally answer the stupid questions that people ask yeah. when you're walking down an aisle. And somebody goes, hi, excuse me, do you work here? And you look at your name tag and you go, no. And then you go, oh, <laughs> not, not for long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're like, oh, that feels good. Ask me in a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was fine. I mean, it. you know, you have your the people that have been there for too long and, and the people that like transferred from other stores or whatever. But it was fun. I think if I was older and I worked there, it would have been like a problem because I don't think I would have respected anyone mm. that also worked there. But when I was 16, I didn't know any better to not respect anyone. Yeah. You know, I just like repetition a lot. Uh, I think that's why I worked in newspapers. It's why I've fucking, it's why Achievement Hunter had 7,000 uh, episodes of every show we ever made. And so I always like a grocery store or like a Target always seemed like just like like a Zen kind of job for me. Like fronting shelves at a grocery store, I would pay to do. Yeah, it's it's good. But then you have to be careful of being outlasting the people that leave because yeah. then they'll put you in the job that isn't the Zen thing you want to yeah. do. And you have to be the person that comes in at five in the morning to unload the truck to figure mm. out what boxes go where. And that's when it starts getting into like work and not, hey, I'm, you know. They put me behind like the food counter. I worked at like, they call it like Food Avenue. You know, it's like, remember Target used to have, it's not like just like Starbucks at every Target. It was like an actual like, here's popcorn and hot dogs yeah, and yeah, ice cream yeah. or whatever. So I would just go back there like, yeah, you need to like give the person a break. So I would go give the person a break and scoop <laughs> ice cream and be like, all right. Clean the slushy machine <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that. Yeah. yeah, but it would just be like me making a hot dog and I'd go, all right, I mean a hot dog. And then people would come to the counter and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to cook anything. I'm sorry. And then, <laughs> You want a Coke? Yeah. A Coke. <laughs> sorry, I give you popcorn. But yeah, working those jobs are easy. I think it's a good fallback kind of a thing where if you ever go to a new town, I think it's a good way to like get on your feet and then figure out what like your next yeah, moves are. I try, listen, dude, I tried that. <laughs> they weren't hiring me. I, I was really gonna, did. I was gonna say, like, I, <laughs> I guess Gus is a Gus is a cautionary tale for me because <laughs> when I was at the mall, yeah, because I don't know, we've talked about this a bit, but the mall's back. Yeah, uh, I've heard. When I was at the mall last week, uh, walking around, everybody seemed so happy to work there, and I remember just thinking, like, these people all seem to really enjoy their jobs. I was, really, yeah, hmm. not that I don't enjoy my job, but. I don't know. <laughs> I can see how you were. I can see how you were. How uh, you walked into a mall and thought like, "I must work here," and I'm going to apply at every place. It was just easy. There was just so many places you could apply to at once. Yeah, uh, and just and get rejected off so many times. And it's climate controlled. Is that what you said? Yeah, awesome. All of our doors are outdoor malls. <laughs> like all of our all of our malls back home. Mm. I think there was one indoor mall, and it was the worst one. Uh, all they were all outdoor. Mm. It's San Diego. What do you expect? That's you know? true. You know, you mean Spank Diego? Sorry, <laughs> no one's Spank that. Diego. <laughs> um, we're kind of we're getting right around fifty minutes, so we should wrap up. But we should talk about Binu Coffee because this is the second Binu Coffee, and you guys were asking what episode it was that we did Binu before. It was episode seven, like I said in the car. Um, you said ten. I said, you said, I said eleven or twelve. I said, I said six. So, I, said, I said three. Okay, so I like I, like I said, it was episode seven, and um, that one was on MLK. This one's at Highland, Highland ACC. Yeah. Um, this is that was the hottest cup of coffee that's ever been made. I couldn't drink it for so long, and then I started drinking it, and it is it like I have like a headache. It does not taste good. It tastes like eating coffee grounds. Mm. I'm sad. I'm like I'm like really bummed out. Yummy. Ugh. Here's what I'll say about this B new coffee. Uh huh. The issue I have with the other B new coffee on MLK, the the original one, is it feels like you're walking into a library that's also a coffee shop. Yes. And I just feel like if I make any noise, like every, is, everybody sitting there looks at me like, this is a recurring up. complaint with you. Yeah. And uh, well, just that Beano specifically. Uh, and also flight path and flight path as well. Those are the two places that are like very studious. I feel where I feel like I'm imposing if I go in there, uh, this one didn't have that vibe. No, not at, at all. all. It's almost loud. Yeah. People I, were studying, it was, but, it, or like they seemed like they had books yes. and whatnot, but it was still loud. It was, it was vibrant and alive. Uh, the line was long the whole time. Yeah. Seven. Okay. It's like a, like a six. I feel like it's a it's a little, this Americano's uh, a little more watered down than I typically like, mm. like a little more punch to it. I will say this felt like where Binu on MLK felt like a coffee shop where you come and get coffee and study and it's this thing. This felt like a coffee shop where it's like, 
Try our weird signature drinks. Here are 100 weird signature drinks. They had a lot. What did that dude ask me? I'd like the dude asked me the, something I didn't hey, understand. Gus went over to grab his Americano because the guy called it out. And then a, another drink was there before he got his Americano. And so he's handing it to Gus and he's like, oh, did you get a Pride and Prejudice? And Gus went, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was like, I know those words, but I don't know what you're asking me. Uh, they just had a hundred signature drinks that were like, and. They were everywhere. The ones that were on the counter on the printed out sheet were different from the ones that were on the board. Uh, and they were like the, little temporary ones. Yeah, like and there the were register. there were ones on like sticky notes yeah. next to the register, and then there were like other ones in like a book off to the side. And it's it was crazy. And I don't Wild. drink coffee that way at yeah. all. I think that's the reason I wanted to stick with something I knew I could find everywhere and not yep. get like a, a weird fancy drink because I didn't want to be getting something different yeah. and comparing different things at every coffee shop uh, I went to. But Jeff still got an iced coffee. I don't like change. <laughs> right, you, repetition. It took me 45 years to get to iced coffee mm -hmm. and Louis Medina mm -hmm. like beating it into me that I would like it and I finally did. And then once I discovered I liked iced coffee, I turned off hot coffee. Uh -huh. it's and 40, now I just like this. 44 degrees outside. Yeah, it's really, it's, yeah but we're not outside, we're inside. It's uh, 63 degrees in here. It, <laughs> it is fucking. It, it was 57. It is fucking cold. In this <laughs> we heated it up six degrees since we've been in here. Uh, With all of our hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think Binu's a fine. It's a fine cup of coffee. If you are a student on this campus doing a study group meetup where someone's going to do 80 percent of the work and you're going to phone in your five, that is what this is. If you want to be in silent public, go to the Binu at MLK. If you want to be in raucous. Uh, Talky people public, yeah. you go to the other one. Yeah, this one. Next to a yoga studio and a Paris baguette where they don't do make their not own bread. Make their bread. They, I don't don't they, they, they pretend like they do. I swear they don't. It, they, 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 they act like they're like bakery cosplayers. It's like keep it. They, keep, they keep, like to act like they're making stuff. They like bring out trays like they just made. I don't think they heated it up. Keep it, keep it up and see if you can get this room a little bit warmer. <laughs> um, Are you doing guesses or what? Well, yeah, we got oh, yeah. some guesses. Um, I got some from my mom. Okay, okay. I got mom this listens? one from uh, Meg P. She says Austin Mania, and I like that guess. No, I was trying to think of how it fits. No, mm. um, no, I. The guesses are pretty. Acronym for anything, acronym Austin. Sorry, James. I don't think either one no, of those. I don't no. think I think I don't think you're close, bro. No, no, not even in the not I, even in the building. Yeah. All right. Or, oh, these are Jeff Mom guesses? I got two from Jackie Ramsey. Right. Yeah. Uh okay. <laughs> My mother's suggestions are uh, -huh. uh a normal morning in Austin. Okay. I like it, but no. That's not it. No. I that was a pretty good one too. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh Anatomy of Austin. Mm, no. Oh, I like that. Mm. Um both great I, guesses, I, though. They're, they're, they're good guesses. I need to remind her. It's more dream. Like I, I say, it's dream logic, right? Like I, I, right. A, a lot of these make too much sense. <sighs> Man. That's frustrating. Um, it's hard to think of things that don't make sense. Right. You have to think of something that doesn't make sense and isn't clever. And then you got it. Boy. Okay. Um, I don't know. Send your guesses. Send, how do they send them? Like send them to at Eric Bedour? Nope. It? You can send them at Anima Podcast on Instagram, and on Twitter. Uh, that's where you can follow us as well as stay up to date with the coffee we've been drinking and the shirts we have on sale at store.roosterteeth.com. We have, hang on, there's names for both of these. Um, no one told me, no one get gave me any information. Get your own podcast and- uh, Yeah, there's a, there's a get your own podcast. podcast shirt. We have two shirts, the Anma L Podcast Ringer and the Anma Get Your Own Podcast shirt. Uh, they're actually, I mean, when this comes out, what is it, Cyber Monday? Oh, yeah. Something like that. So like, there's probably a deal on those shirts right now. Probably. Probably go grab them. One way to find out. Yeah, go go bogo or something. That's a thing. People bogo yeah. buy one get one. Um, but that's it for this episode. Any uh, parting words for these people? Any um, final thoughts or, or imparting wisdom you want to give? We're going uh, non-canon for a couple of weeks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on we're on two weeks off. I think coming up uh, these next two weeks. And these are going to be the Gus non-canon episodes. I can, yeah. I can be in these episodes. I don't know why I'm getting excluded from them. Because you don't want. If we were mm. listen. It's warm enough in here. Let's here's, just end it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you wanted to be a part of them, then we wouldn't be taking we, them off. Then we wouldn't be taking them off. And if that's the case, Gus, I'm not giving you an inch on this. Um, thank you, Eric. Yeah, uh -huh. Thank you. Apply it evenly. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you're listening to Black Box Down, we do uh, supplementary episodes that are not core episodes. We yeah. still give ourselves a break. We space it out a little bit. You just how fucked up. That, how is that a break? You fucked up the release cadence on this one. Doesn't how? make any sense. Oh, my God. Fuck this. All Eric, right. I'll see you next week for All whatever right. we record. Yep. See you later. Non-canon. Bye.